As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Ah, good evening, and welcome to Keeping the Ball on the Ground. <laughs> uh, with our sponsors, William Hall, I don't know if you've ever heard, but they've got an offer on just now. If you bet £10, you get free a free £30 bet. Also, Black Rooster have got an offer on. If you eat 10 whole chickens, you get free 30 whole chickens free. Wow. wow. You could do that in the food challenge. Kev yeah, against you. Easy, Kev. Could By the way, talking of food and dinner, I've been invited into Derek Ferguson's house for dinner. Oh, this yeah. is all week, all week. Well, well, she she been message on WhatsApp. Message is she, aye? Carol, she's a darling, isn't she? Is she? Uh, darling. Well, if I food's eating like that cake, she made her no be gone. So. <laughs> 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 that Halloween cake, that was lovely, Si. No, that'll be brilliant, we're going to get in. Uh, but can you be trusted? I don't know. It's certainly been me and you, or something, yeah, but each other, we certainly can't be trusted. Um, and Bobby Petter knows all about that. We're going to come to Bobby Petter in a minute, but Kev, she has asked for a wee request if you could bring your Mrs. Gloves because she says there'll be a lot of hot, hot plates going to get and she's only got one set. I'll certainly bring them for you, Carl. Pink or the, I've got pink ones and black ones. So. So, somebody told me that your Mrs. has been wearing a goalie gloves to school. <laughs> no, but the headmaster actually says to her, you can't be wearing your goalie gloves to school, so to hide them, she's been wearing Slaney's dad's suit as well. <laughs> 
It's the only suit in the world that could cover a set of goalie gloves up. Oh, he gets it. I love that. I love that. Has, he, that has he been getting it any man there? It's generally, I think every time he goes to the pub, people actually go at him and put their sleeves there and say, George, you want a wee pint, son? So it's brilliant he gets it. The wee man deserves it. He's offered nothing in his life. <laughs> George is the only man that can walk to the bar, right? Ask for two pints and carry them back to the table and realise that he's not got them because you can't see them. <laughs> George, where's the pint? It's all up my sleeve. How is it, Mrs. Dokeshaw? Aye, she's staying great, but I'll be honest with you, we had a wee uh, Halloween party on Saturday night. Seen right? it, seen it. She actually put the gloves on. <laughs> Leopard print gloves going oh, on. Oh, I don't know what she's doing. Where'd they end up at the end of the night, though? They're on the bedroom floor, aren't they? Aye, well, the only big. Dracula that had a bean stain on his shirt, on his shirt. <laughs> a curry salt stain on his shirt. <laughs> she put uh, fake blood on my my lips. I think I've still got it on. No, she's she's doing well. Kev, you missed it last Wednesday. We were out with Bobby Pitter. I heard. Oh my God, we had him on toast, man. We actually said to him that Martin O'Neill said he was the horniest <sighs> winger he's ever had. Anyway, he, anyway, Martin shit that you. <laughs> Wait, I walked home. I think we were sitting there waiting for 45 minutes and not one word Manure or something. Was it? Know, Maybe we that. Long, and I don't think one word we said was serious, was it? No. Everything we asked him, we asked him about. What was it we said something about? I can't remember. I don't want to get it. it was he will get you on at the hydrant. You can dribble in and out of cones. <laughs> he was like, could I do that? <laughs> right, another joke. Craig Levine sacked. Saga came to an end last week. Did the club not have a choice in the end? Hearts legend Kevin Kyle, give us your take oh on it, young man. Oh my god, I think uh, it was a decision that had to be made. Um, where Hearts go now, they kind of go back the way because they've been going back the way for too long. Um, but Craig Levine stepped down. I don't know, his director role, is he not, is he not still there in some capacity? Are you wanting the, you wanting the full statement? You'll be working closely with the executive management team and continuing to develop and improve the structure of the backroom and youth operations within the development. So basically that statement says, I've been sacked as the first team manager, but I'm still running the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me. See, I don't agree with that. I think he, he has brought in all that backroom staff. So he's going to continue to bring in that backroom staff. So if a new manager comes in, and wants to put his um, team in, they're going to need to get rid of all that backroom staff that Craig Levine's assembled. I don't I don't get this. I think it's a strange decision. Well, that's what baffles me, mate. It's not just Craig Levine. Why is John Daly, Austin McPhee, Liam Fox, they've stayed with about three managers. See, that's clearly the problem. the manager goes, I go. I go with the manager uh, yeah, 100%. that I'm in 100%. What's actually going to change if they're still the guys who are having a say? They've failed. They've failed. They've, they're the part, of, they're part of the staff. He's actually apologised. The boy me feels I offer him an apology to Levine. So, I, as you said, I see the, what I sit about with the, the earpieces on. Who's on the other end of that earpiece? Honestly, my, the other problem. Um, they need to get that whole lot out. The whole lot clear up. If I'm a new manager's coming in there and then. Fox, right, for example, he was at Hearts and then he got loaned out as a manager to Cowden Beef. And then he. It was horrific at Cowden Beef, so he got brought back to Hearts and they sent Gary Locke, who wasn't even working with Hearts. He had to go. Hey, don't call him that. <laughs> not call him uh, So, for me, it just seems, it just smells of all like room staff, but they've all worked with Levine somewhere, whether it was playing at Dundee United or whatever. But surely these guys have got to push themselves and challenge and try and move into a position of their own yeah, rather than just being given a job. Would you, why would you well, take that chance? I just but find the players, it. But the players, they need a fresh voice. Oh, Everywhere a fresh voice, mate. I'd, See if I'm a player and I'm looking at John Daly, Liam Ford, I'm thinking, what are you still doing here? And then Levine's still going to be there communicating with you guys. 
I don't mean honestly. That's the most bizarre. They they need to get that whole that whole. Um, right, we're talking about away. we're talking about like the the the, the favourites for the next Hearts manager, and one of the names it mentioned is Roy Keane. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly think that Roy Keane's going to go to Hearts and? Be told what to do by Craig Levine in the background. No chance. No. Absolutely no chance. And that's what they need. They need somebody that's like what they that. Need. Of course yeah. they do. A man. <laughs> no, a no, a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the way, I want to talk about the headphones. Hey, headphones. Another thing that I've seen over the weekend drives me mental. Why is Paul Heckenbottom free down and he's writing words in his notebook? Go and shout it onto the pitch. You're free doing. Oh, he was driving me insane. What's he writing in there? Unless it's his shopping list, which would be Wait, cheese, 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 and more cheese. cheese. <laughs> 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 what are you writing in that book that can't be said right now? Get down on the touchline, and if you've got uh, something exactly. to shout, shout it at your players. Si, you're absolutely spot on. I love your passion, mate, because I, I was watching him as well, oh, and he was infuriating me. I was sitting there watching him. He was driving me insane. Um, We're going to come to them in a minute. So aye, but, but, but again, we, we, regarding what is, he, what is he writing doing, and then we have as well, the same notebook. The, the notebook and with these earpieces and like, what is, what, who's saying what to them? Oh, and the, note, the notepad, what are they writing down? I think on the like, earpiece listen to the open goal. Mm. <laughs> 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 I think they're on there hoping that we are going to slaughter them and their form picks up. Uh, is that usually <laughs> what happens? Another one, another one. Please tell me what's Man United playing Bournemouth. Oh, oh my so Shire has him. passed a note onto Jesse Lingard. What, what does that note say? You're shit, bruv. And Jesse can't even read. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what is going on? Why can Sosha not just say, can you, you come here for two minutes and mate, speak to him? That's absolutely crazy. And, and we are sitting here and, and we can see this stuff, but they're doing it at clubs at Man United. It's absolutely sickening. And What's happened see, to the uh, See what you're talking about notes there. See when I was at Coventry, Ian Dewey used to give you like a dossier of the team you're playing the Saturday, right? And he gave you that on the Monday. And you had to study that all the way to Friday, right? So you knew who what, who was doing what, where and when in the games. See, on a Friday you would ask you questions, right? So I used to write doing notes in the hand and all that, right? <laughs> but because I was nervous as fuck, man, see the time you got going to ask me a question, I was that sweaty in my hands. <laughs> it disappeared. I was like, oh, fuck, gaffer, I did write it down, look. To be honest, but, uh, Kev, did, uh, did any of the boys get you and Dewey mixed up? <laughs> They said he was my dad. <laughs> he is terrible, can't he? Aye, terrible looking, but a great guy. Uh, right, um, candidates for the job. Stevie Friel's been been, spe- been spotted buying budgie food. Aye, Feed the Friel. He's been nibbling away at budgie food. Him in the, in the budgie, they've been nibbling away at it. And I certainly believe the Friel should be... Uh, the Friel should be... Fee- Feed Freelist. the Freelist. Exactly. Stephen Freelist. Freelist. He should be Freelist. Freelist. And I, I think he should be in, in the run as long as his, his diet's on check, Si, because we know if he's on that diet, he doesn't perform to his level of performances, Si. Wow. <laughs> uh, the budgie, budgies usually repeat themselves. Kev, will she make an arse at again? <laughs> Is she the problem, maybe? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Was that budge the and then there's... It's just... I don't know. Who, 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 will, who will make that decision? Have they got... Because what would Anne Budge know? No disrespect, but no, what would Anne Budge right. know about managers? That's the thing, is like, Anne Budge going to sit down, she's going to have to give all this information of candidates and CVs to somebody to, to mull over. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I, so who is mulling over that? Because I don't know no. I don't know any other footballing people on the board of hearts that's going to... I know that some of the, the hearts are run by some of the fans as well, but have they got to say to the fans? Have a wee saying Have it. a wee saying that? I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, you know, Stephen Robinson's the man that's a favourite. For me, he'd be perfect for hearts. He wouldn't he meant to be a great coach. He wouldn't accept that. He so. wouldn't accept having he'd bring no his way. appeal to take more Ross who have heard 
tremendous I've coach. Heard, I've heard a lot of good things about Moe Ross. Would they be a good fit for Hearts? I think so, sir. Yeah, I think so. Anybody, Simon, see, to be honest, it's, it's as simple as this. See anybody they can get Hearts playing better than what they're doing now will be a success. Surely anyone with half an idea could. They've got, they've, they've got, got a decent squad I know that's the most frustrating thing but as you said I, I like the, the, Steve, the job he's done with Mal has been great Si they the lost um, Boy Hasty Turnbull's been injured in the, in the, the third in the league is that that's right, mate, and, and they're playing really good football and he seems to me that he's got that bit about him he's not going to listen to people telling him what to do and as you see, they can bring his in staff and that's exactly what that club need um, I think he deserves a move to Hearts because yeah. he's done well he's been at Motherwell through a very low low budget for years and he's done well and they're obviously sitting well now in the Premier League so the opportunity to go to let's not beat about the bush Hearts are a bigger club than Motherwell yeah. more finances more options more availability give him a crack at it and who knows where Stevie Robinson's career might go Yeah. Um, only one man for it for me Martin Allen I would agree with you. Yeah, you get him in, mate. Mad Dog would not accept that. I think Hearts need somebody with a better character. That's it. Somebody that Mad could Dog. Because like, for me, it just seems like it's become was he a good too manager? serious. Mate, tremendous. Like, actually good. He was a Leicester manager, not that. Have you ever heard the story why he's called Mad Dog? No. He used to play for West Ham. There's a guy called Ian Bishop. He tells his story. Google it online. It's brilliant. Left footer. Ian Bishop. Left footer. So Martin Allen, he says, Ian Bishop, he was a sophisticated one. He was the elegant player. And I was a grafter. And one day, at a time, where America, there was rabid dogs coming over to England, one day in the dressing room, I was so hyped up for a game, Ian Bishop says to me, you're foaming at the mouth, Martin, look at you. You're like, you're like a mad dog. He says to me, Martin, wipe your mouth. And he says, no, Ian, I'm not wiping it, it's not going anywhere. He's unbelievable. Uh, Neil McCann as well. Any thoughts on that, Paul? Nope. Terry McCann. I would, I would, um, I would get Neil McCann. I don't think he would been, he's been good enough at, at Dundee, but certainly, I don't think he would go in there and and listen to the bullshit. No. I think he's got a bit about him. I've I, I certainly heard been past that he offers players square goes. Say if they, <laughs> if they, if they, they go how would you react to it? I would scream my, my Aston. Say when he wanted to <laughs> 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 scream my Aston. I wouldn't want to take it into day with that side if somebody was shouting me but certainly with Neil McCann I don't think he's he, he doesn't deserve the job yet Si I don't yeah. know he's any day enough at Dundee um, forget it but the, the, with that being said they need somebody in there but again are they, we're saying that but are they going to bring somebody in if, I, I, it's I, going I, to be like that they're obviously wanting a guy that that's no it's got, I don't know it's, a, it's the most bizarre set I've I seen in a long time there's obviously it's a job that's going to open up an array of candidates because it's a it's a cracking job. If you can get in there and turn around the fortunes of hearts, there's potential to move on. Oh, there's hundreds of potential. Hundreds of potential, right? So, but when hearts do make an appointment as to who it is, then that'll give you an answer as to what's actually going on in that club. Yeah. That's so from this next appointment, you'll, you'll be able you'll, you'll be able to see what's, what's going on. If it's an appointment where you think, oh fucking hell, how did they get him? You know that somebody else within that club's got a say. Whereas if it's somebody totally left field, you're thinking, right, okay. She is making decisions herself, yeah. but only time will tell. But the, the options that Hearts are going to have to pick from must be huge. Yeah, you think so? Eh? Another man so. that's been mentioned, your mate, Moisey. Oh, it's Moisey, isn't it? Uh-huh. Mm. That, but he's in that big house, isn't he? The big house. He'll not want to leave the big house to go to Tynecastle. <coughs> Reports as well, Kev, that Austin McPhee might fancy it. The Sunday's result really him. Uh, he's I, got absolutely no chance for me. Right? What was that team you picked? She's reasoning but about the, the players. So I keep my best players on the bench for the last 20 minutes or something like that. Why are you freedom? Yeah, you're beat the, 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 the fact that you decide to <laughs> the, the fact you decide to play against Rangers um, 
try and defend for 90 minutes and no have an out ball and keep your probably your most recent player that's been playing well in big HBs on the bench. That's your out ball. So to, to be sitting back with no out ball and then when he came on, he actually did all right. Why not go back to two, three weeks ago when they drew 1-1? He was fucking brilliant, big HBSO. Baffles you, didn't it? I don't, I don't get I that. I could not what, believe what was he, he was starting yesterday. Could not believe it. Mate, honestly, how he was on the bench. Has he been injured? No, huh? He's fine. No, he's fine. Mate, imagine you're the two Rangers centre-halves and the team news comes in that like, he's on the bench. You're absolutely buzzing. Like, absolutely mate, he was, buzzing. He was the best on the pitch a couple of weeks ago. Castle. I know, but that's, that's what, what I mean. That, that's... He played Stephen McLean, who's 37, up front on his own at Hamden. With Craig White in. I, mean, I know he White is a good player. He's not scored a goal for... Five year, and he's playing it off uh, Stephen McLean. Why? Genuinely bizarre. Seriously, that. Do you know what? Why do reporters never ask us? Why? Why is? Why? Why is he not playing? What did? But I, I read his interview last night, and he came out and said that I wanted to keep them for the last sort of twenty minutes right. or something. I can't. Let's well, the go and win the game. It's the excited yeah. the other right? Out with the the the, 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 the topic. He said that. If they're fit to be on the bench, right, and they're two cracking players, Jamie Walker and Stephen Naismith, will add a lot to the team. Why are they no fit to start the game? Like you're, you're either going to get injured in twenty minutes and bring them Aye. off, or why not just give them a start? If you need to bring them off, so be it. Mm. Why not have a go at Rangers like mm. they did at Tynecastle? I don't like that. Ultimately, s- stopped him getting any chance of getting the job Aye. with that starting eleven. Because straight away you're setting the team up to say, right. We are going to defend Rangers. Come and have as much ball and possession as you want, and eventually, when you get a goal, then I'll make a change. That was an and absolute disgrace. Like, see, if you watch Rangers, you know that in big games, especially Tavernier has got mistaken him. Oh. Why not just put the wee boy machine out against Tavernier? Stay tight, say, get the ball to him, go and take Tavernier on, get it, Tavernier. Get crossing in the box. Well, it, it pays over time. what you that. said, say, like, recently Tavernier has been uh, very making mistakes when when the ball's been coming up high balls from the deal way. Get a big boy, put a suit to play on him uh, or get a peel off or whatever. And for him to know that, that was an absolute disgrace. He should get his long, hairy ass run into that club, that manager. Disgusting. Clean yourself up, son. You're a manager. Look at me. I come into the podcast every week. I'm looking at absolute million dollars. Why does he know date when he's at Hamden? Say, si, if I was a player and I was in, in the night before in the hotel, pump myself up, phone my dad, say, I can't wait for this. Pump yourself. <laughs> Get myself ready to rock and roll for the game, and I mean banging heads off the wall, getting all the boys gone, and you turn up and you're about to go, and you look at the manager and you see that across for you, you just can become automatically flat. Say, <laughs> as flat as what? You know exactly about as flat as say. I don't. I always say that if I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, right, Hibs. Now that Hearts have done it, there's talk today. So this is Monday we record this. There's talk that he, Paul Heckenbottom will be sacked today. That's not So this goes out tomorrow. At the time of recording, he is in a job, but should he go, Kev? 11.47am. I'm going to let you talk because I've got an absolute rant about him. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely... Can I say, Kev? I'm, I'm loving evil. you today. Thanks, mate. And it shows me, and I've said it for a long time, you're going to be one of the most successful managers this Britain's ever seen. You're coming with. Absolutely, sir. Si. It's Kev? Yes. No. Yes, uh, Kev's coming. I'm, wow. I'm the goalkeeping coach. Lincoln, Lincoln. <laughs> 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 I just think with Hecky, uh, Paul Heckenbottom. Oh, Hecky, is it right? Hecky, I, mates, friends. Um, <laughs> I just think that he's got the nucleus of a good side, but he doesn't know how to put that, get that side gone. And as a manager, if you can't get your players working for you, there's something fundamentally wrong. Um They've got good players. They created some good chances at the weekend, but I don't know. I just, I just feel like too nice. Mm. Is, is he too nice? 
Heckin' bottom. Aye. No, he's writing stuff in a notebook instead of shouting at people, so I'd imagine he was too nice. So what's your take on it? Right, you want to hear this? Yeah. I watched the game back this morning at six in the morning, right? Because I've gave Heckin, we've gave Heckin' bottom a lot of stick. This yeah. is the first time I've seen his team play for 90 minutes, and I want to apologise to Hibs players, because I've blamed them. Mate, his setup and the way that that team played Saturday were a shambles, eh? That, that performance tells me that he done no work on Celtic during the week. And if he did, it was completely wrong. See, if you watch Celtic against Aberdeen, the first thing you look at from that main point of that game is you cannot give Edward space on the pitch. Mm-hmm. First goal, mate, he comes off at two set and a half turns, plays it to Forrest, he dribbles by somebody, clips it in. El Yunus, he's standing on his own, but so is Edward. Edward's yep. standing on his own as well. The second goal is the biggest shambles I've ever seen. You're saying being hard to beat Hibs, OK? Julian steps in five yards into the Hibs half. No pressure on the ball. Yep. Why not? If you watch Celtic, you know that Julian can ping a pass. I know. Right? So when there is no pressure on the ball, this is pure tactical coaching. I but love this. Mate, hips back, you need to drop off. I know. If there's no pressure on the ball, we're always told, no pressure on the ball, drop five yards. The best striker, the best player in Scotland for me, clips the ball over, he's standing on his own. He squares it to McGregor who makes it free. Is that the one that's on the side? He's only a yard yeah, off. The point is, though, if, Ed, if Edward's only a yard off side, it's like, why is it, why isn't they be tight to him? Tight to him, Kev. The whole game through the third, I've he breaks that. wide. He's on his own. Why doesn't the centre half go and get tight on That was a disgrace. Mate, I'm even watching it. So when the ball goes wide every time, I'm watching the two centre halves with Edward, and they're standing two yards for their goalkeeper. Edward does the wee thing where he drops off four yards. Mm-hmm. Like three or four yards to go, and they just leave him. I couldn't, Why uh, would you leave the best player in Scotland in space? It's, but um, is that coming? But what I know is, is it coming for the manager, or is he telling them to do that, and the players are not doing it? It's got uh, to be one of the two. Either he doesn't know what he's doing, or the players are just not doing what he's asking. I just think that that, that the Hibs have still got that boy Paul Hannan playing at the back. And I know Paul Hannan came on the fringe to show mm. the fringe and that, and I did slaughter him, and I was absolutely right to slaughter him because he is one of the centre halves. And I, I used to enjoy playing against Paul Hannan, so I'm pretty sure Edward, who was ten million pounds better player than I was, must be thinking, "Geez, oh, these two of the day." I just like hearts were hard to to hearts tried to be difficult to play against, but Hibs were so open against the <gasps> best passing team in Scottish football. Didn't Unbelievable. I don't know how why why like you say, say do your research. Why? Why even the players without the manager saying it? And why have the players not been able to recognise recognise what Celtic are doing? And, and and if you've got anything about you in the dressing room, you maybe question the manager and say, "Look, Gaffer, I think maybe because that's how I that's how we used to beat Command the Hearts under Jim Jeffries. See if you had an opinion, you say it to Gaffer. They didn't think you were trying to pick their team. They took your opinion on board and they worked with it. And if, if they thought because you're on the park, mm-hmm. you're the one doing the thing. So I, I think on Saturday, uh, Sunday uh, with, with, with Hibs, I just I couldn't. I'm just baffled as to why. Why they were so open because it could have been eight, nine, ten goals. Easy, easy. easy. I said Play to the said I said to the kids after they scored the first two. I says this could be six or seven, and they're like, you think so, Dad? I says, oh, definitely. But obviously they got a couple of goals and Celtic only managed to get five. But they hit the post twice. They had mm-hmm. other opportunities, and that and, and and not one point in the ninety minutes did Hibs change. They just well, kept playing the way the same. I don't know. What do you think it is, Slaney? Manager no, or players? No, do you know? No, I, I, see, listening to you, and I, I love listening to, it, to people talk about football, but, and I've said this so many times before about this country, they, they don't ask questions in media, they don't sp- speak honest, and listening to you two there, I could have, my, my job was dropping sight, it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> on a, gen, gen, genuinely, I, I, that was amazing, and I, 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 you're so, you're, you're right, I was watching the, the game, uh, and, and one way, the one with Edward, I think it was his second goal, where he's peeled off, there's nobody on him, he would have been doubling up on, if I was the man, no, I've not got a brain. You'd have been doubling up on him side, you know what I mean? And I've I've not got a brain in here. And even (laughs) I know if somebody said to me, You're going to take Hibbs' team, first of all, with Forrest, 
Edward and and, and say, as soon as they ever get, you double up. Your, your wingers come back and help your fullbacks. That's what I was always taught when you play better players or better teams that you go and work hard. And then obviously you get the ball. That's different. You then become you, you, you whatever. But when you're defending, you make it so hard. You're tight to them. You don't give them a second. It was if. They're they didn't know who Edward was. That was who. Yeah, like they've never seen Edward. As if they've never see, seen him. See, see, they're, see they're def- did they play with a three at the back or a four? Four. Right, see the four. The, 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 the goal you talk about with Julian playing the pass. Yeah. The three of them are on the middle. So what, where was the fullback? He seemed, seemed, he seemed to keep the fullback. Sorry, the, the fullback's the other side of Edward. So he's got in between the fullback you know and the centre half. I'm going to get this. Like, how, how, if you're the fullback and that diagonal's playing. You're shouting your centre half. Edward. Even if, even if you're, you're, the, the winger's on the wing. You're hoping the ball goes to win because you can all shuffle over. Yeah. But the fact that the fullback didn't even come in and like even giving Edward a nudge or get tight, it's actually embarrassing. But it just... was embarrassing, honestly. Like that's what I'm saying. The reason I watched it back again is because we give Heckenbottom a lot of stick and the players a lot of stick. But for me, mate, they looked so unorganised. But, but then, like you say, with with with, with, with like, giving the manager stick, that's fine. He's there for criticism. He knows that. But the players themselves have got to take responsibility on yeah. the part, and the fact that they can't recognise. The players don't do that anymore, Kevin. The fact they can't recognise, like, what do they say when you're learning, when you're, when you're growing up playing football? Get a picture. It's not just a picture in any um, area, that it's everywhere in the park. So when is you as a, a right back or a centre half, you must see things, how they're going to build up and think, right, if Julian plays this ball in between us two, make sure I'm tight enough that I can get across, or if the centre half's not going to be tight enough, make sure that I'm in, whereas I might be able to interfere. Yeah. But they don't even see that. I, I'm it's... just watching it. I'm just literally watching this back here. Say si. mm-hmm. the goals. My goodness. But even see, even on the ball, right? I, I, I swear, I feel sorry for Scott Allen. Scott Allen's playing in the hole, right? You've got two dif- midfielders there. The guy that scored the first goal in Villa, and all they want to do is pass the ball backwards. Uh-huh. So what's the point of having somebody in the hole? They're the two players that are there to feed Scott Allen. Now you've got Stevie Mallon playing wide right. Stevie Mallon's your best passer of the ball. Yeah. Put him in the centre of the pitch and let him find Scott Allen with passes. And then, last one for me, is it blew my mind, Daryl Horgan's your best winger at 1v1s. If you've watched Celtic, you know that Frimpong's a better defender than ball and goalie. Mm-hmm. Put him on ball and goalie. Let him run at ball and goalie. I just, just see. Frimpong was tremendous, by the way. No, just go. That's the first time I've seen him play a full game as well. No, just going forward. Defensively, 1v1, he's tremendous, man. He's, he's, he's got a lot of pace and he's very, very... It's, it's alright having pace, but it's the sharpness to think, the mind, the sharpness of the mind to get into positions to make sure that you can make those defending interventions. The wee man's got a lot. He's only small, but he's... If he can't win the header, he's tight to him, so the, the guy that wins the header doesn't win a great header. I just think... But see, when you watch Hibs and Hatley, like, especially Hibs for me, see when you watch Hibs at the weekend, tell me what, what they're trying to do. Like, what's their game plan? We said this, I think it was in the cooking show uh, last week, and then we're talking about it now. See these teams, what are they doing in training, building up to a semi-final? Like, surely that's, that's the I mean. most important game, and every day you're, you're going to different. And probably that week it would be a bit boring, side because you're like, we're going to it again. But you need to do it and cover it. What are these doing? Because it looks you know like... You what they're doing, don't you? Playing mousetrap. <laughs> 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 they were all stuck under that cage. And I meant to say, Sai, as well, we, we bumped very, fuck, uh, very funny enough, we bumped into John Kennedy uh, last week and he was talking about Frimpong and he said he's just in a different level. He said, even defensively, mm-hmm. he said, like, nobody can get by him in training and that and he said he's going to be a world beater, the boy. So that's, it's great that Sai, from a Celtic point of view, they're playing great, but the both Edinburgh, Edinburgh clubs are an out and out disgrace to their fans. An yeah. absolute disgrace. You've said it's the biggest gap since Charlie Adams' teeth. 
Charlie, what's happening? <laughs> he's some man, Charlie. Charlie, on. Charlie Adams going to come on, isn't he? He's going to you talk gonna to go me. He's going to talk to me about how he hit a corner, a corner properly, si, isn't he? Oh, he can hit a corner. Oh, my way. God. So I played in the Scotland team with him. And I, what I a wonder he had as a left fit. I remember we were doing warm up at half time. I said, Charlie, you could just ping that boy to me with this thing here. This thing can open a can of worms. What do you think Rangers' performance as well? Rangers were good. Rangers were excellent, Si. Um, they really were excellent. Um, Oh, sorry, Kev. Sorry, what forgot. is that? Are we tuning? Aye. Aye, Rangers were excellent, and again, but as we say, Celtic Rangers were excellent, and they have been this season, um, even in, in Europe as well. And if the key, if the two don't qualify, say, I know we're not into that yet in Europe, but if they qualify, there's going to be two Champions League places. Right. I've seen that, so that could be amazing right? for Scottish Aye. football. Oh, but just a wee start there. But Rangers and uh, Morelos is just a different level for me, say. Like oh, I think he's exceptional, that guy. And uh, he came out before si, and said about the quotes that he could be leaving. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Said they might be leaving in January, and then Gerard said after the game that he'll be going nowhere. So that'll be a, certainly a worry for the Rangers fans side. Do you know what I mean? And um, I thought he was exceptional. Oh, I really yeah, did. I and the boy Kent side. Oh, Kent. The, the, oh, Kent. The boy Is he the Kent. best? Rangers. Are, I mean, throughout the whole football club, Rangers have got a lot of good wingers. But is Kent the best? For me, Kent is mal- by miles the best side. The real- whole club, not just the men's side. <laughs> 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 I believe is there, some, I, is there some tricky wingers that, uh, no, in, the, in the youths in the youths one, I, 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 I believe there's maybe one winger better than him <laughs> but apart from that I see he is no it's certainly Kent I think Kent's exceptional I really do I, I think um, with him Morelos and thought Jack was great again he just I, came on at a game didn't he I watched him uh, even the amount of times I think Naismith came on and he, uh, he just kept taking the ball off Naismith he was like a wee boy he was superb and Again, it's hard sometimes to, to go and praise Celtic Rangers because of what Hibs and Hearts produced. Uh, they are a total disgrace to the fans' side. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kev, Morelos again on fire. I know, I, I think last year Sire said that he wasn't even worth £10 million and obviously that was there then in that moment. And I think since that day, he obviously listened to me. <laughs> thought, I'm going to show that big guy... Uh, that I'm worth more than that but for me it just seems like he's maturing why is that it's probably because Gerald's had a proper word with him I think Jermaine the relationship he's got with Jermaine Defoe I think there's a lot of talk going on in the backgrounds between them two so it's all sorts of goals he's producing his link up plays good and I always said it and I've always stuck by this he's strong as an ox man he just seems to know how to rule people maybe pushes him off the ball and it just looks like he's really, really enjoying his football. Yeah, he makes chances out of nothing himself. Aye, he? he does. He seems to like just. You think it's not going to happen, and he shoots from everywhere. Yeah. He had one off the bar that was like very that unlucky. Like no, well, no, that's it. If you oh, don't yeah. shoot, you don't score. And um, but again, see what the hands. <coughs> how many times is Morelos on his own in the box? That's how what I mean. Do you know when the ball goes wide, my first <coughs> thought would be, where is the guy that scores thirty goals this season? I'm going to grab him. And get so on right. Him. See that this is what I can accept. Now, I don't care. See if somebody said to me, right, you're going to play centre-back for Hearts and play Morelos, right? I would get bullied, right? Throwing about <laughs> on the pitch everywhere. He would be dragging me about the pitch, throwing me. I'd be embarrassed. But you know what? See the first two goals, Hellander and Morelos, right? They scored for five yards out. Five yards out, we need to own them. How, How does, that, does that happen? I, now, if I was, now I'm not, I was never a defender. I was never a player. <laughs> I was useless. But if somebody said to me, you were going to play centre-back, I'm telling you right now... I would just stay on him. I would watch everywhere he goes. He's the best, one of the best strikers in the league side, one of the best players in the country. How can he be standing himself? I mean, the pass he played across to Herlander for the goal, it was just a wee ball across the box and there's nobody there. See, when I, there, we, we, I know we've said about the, the, the managers, I mean, Levine had to, I like Levine, but I don't I think he should go, his time's up. But, but see, I don't care who the manager is. 
I don't care if it's a weasel or whoever it is, Shy. <laughs> Let me just say that. That's not a manager's problem. It's him having a shot for five years out. That's a disgrace whoever's on that pitch. No allowing, allowing that to happen, Shy. That is an absolute... Two goals in a semi-final, five years out, we need to on him. How can that happen, Shy? See, on the pitch, were you talking, Slaney? I was, I was, I was, I was money side. Uh, like, I wasn't a big, talk, I wasn't a big leader. Um, but if I, so I would be more money if somebody didn't give me the ball, side. I used to mm. scream at people for no giving me the ball. Love that. But certainly, side way, and I get really annoyed. I mean, sometimes, sometimes after the game, I was like at night, and I about why was I was t- too much today shouting at people if I didn't get the ball. But certainly, for, apologize. No, certainly not, say. Um <laughs> They should have gave me the ball. Without me even shouting, I could have uh, spoke like Paul Heckenbaum. I should have got the boss scooped at it. But certainly, say the um, see the. But certainly, even when I was 12, 13, 14, 15, all the way up, there was always boys in the team that were loud, and that was to me was just football. That I mean, the ma- the manager was really good coaches, but again, the players out in the pitch. If, if, see, for example, me. I, I remember all the time. Sometimes with my type of head, there was games. Sometimes I lost total. Control, interest, eating. My head went and I didn't want to play, didn't want to be there, wanted to be away from the pitch. And boys used to slaughter me, say, even back now, you've team like we get right onto you if you were maybe slacking or whatever. I don't see it anymore. No. And a semi final at Hamden, I think it's they're disgusting what they've done to their fans. Forget the managers, because they're no good enough. The players, what they've done in that pitch wasn't acceptable. No, anybody can beat with Celtic Rangers. That's fine. But when you're getting a shot for five yards out, we need to own you, that's when it crosses the line to being a disgrace. So how 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 did you how did you guys feel when you were on the part right and you made a mistake or you didn't pick up somebody and the captain or one of the leaders on the team had a go at you? How did that that made you feel? Mate, that never bothered horrendous. me. But I never bothered me because I no, didn't expect it. But I, that was the done that, thing. That's what I mean. But what I'm saying, you, 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 you said you didn't bother you. It bothered you to the point that you thought, right, I good point. I'll no date again. Yeah, exactly. But whereas here on Saturday and Sunday, the both games, it just seems that the same mistakes were occurring over and over and over again and nobody thought, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I make a tackle yeah. or I'll pick somebody up. I just don't understand what, what, what's but going mate, on. I think that's just society now. Like, I'm coaching under 10s, right? And I sometimes think, see if I'm not shouting, the game would be played in silence. Aye, yeah. Whereas, see, when we're, you couldn't get us to shut up, mate. That was, like, you actually get told to be quiet because you were that loud. That loud. I remember John Robertson, the assistant manager, Matt O'Neill, came over to your team and went, well, you, they were up at the top of Barrafield, we were doing the back, he walked down and goes, well, you shut the fuck up. Brilliant. All we can hear up there is you a lot of shouting. Mate, we, had a, we used to have a thrown at left back, Jim O'Brien was the worst for it, right? We used to get a thrown at left back and Jim would play right wing and he'd be like that, yes! Yeah. And we're thinking, how the fuck can we get the ball of you for a thrown here? But that, but that was, was just, just everybody everyone winning. was like that. But now it's just, the game's played in silence. I watch a lot of youth football, mate, and... Like I say, you no, didn't I, hear the coach shouting, it's silence. I can't genuinely, and I do coaching at a, a community level, so it's not at a professional level, but even at that, kids don't don't ask for the ball now at all. No. It's just totally out them. It's not even, you actually knew need to try coach it into somebody. Uh-huh. Motivate, like, motivate them. Motivate like, them. See that, and, and I see it all the time now, and it, 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 it's just, when you're telling a kid to run, yeah, I, I, I can't see, see when my manager and all the time when I was a kid we were out all day playing right but, but when we went to our teams sometimes and we're not saying in my day but they would sometimes say you know, relax yourself 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Tell me about, take your time, but other people can do it or whatever. No, kids don't run. They don't want to work hard. They don't want to take the blame for it. If you give them a point, they don't want to accept it. It's your fault, it's the coach's fault, it's somebody's fault. Excuses, 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 Aye. Kev. And they do not ask for the ball. It's totally out. I don't know, Si, but it looks like it's happening even at a first-team level as well. It's just society in general. There's yeah. too much of a blame culture. It's everybody else's fault by yours. And it's just a case of... On the kids' football, I think we're sucking the life out of kids' football. Like... like Used to go and you'd be, you could barely shout at your mate and you might end, might end up having a scrap with him. Mm-hmm. But you still became teammates afterwards, you didn't fall out with him. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh, my boy's not enjoying it, I'm just going to take him on our team. And but it's the same with like, it's the same outside the games. So see when you go into a canteen, they're all sitting on the phones, they talk to each other. See, see last we week. used to be doing pranks to each other, winding each other up. We used to talk about football all the time. Aye. See when I came in here full time, we used to speak about football all the time. Aye. I don't ever hear kids speaking about football, I don't even know if they watch it. No, I don't today. I don't know. See, see what you said. See, see, most weeks are a Sunday night. You, you message me or uh, whatever I'm meeting on Saturday, and you're talking about coaching. You're talking about the result. You're talking about that because you, you care. But do, do the kids care? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, as a coach, I'll care if I do whatever. I don't know. I, I generally think the society now. There's, na- I don't know. There's, there's a, a many, a many a problems. What did you do the parents it's their fault. It comes down to the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said before, I, I, I well, not anymore, but I was working and the Polish, uh, no them, but a hell of a lot of the Polish kids were just exceptional. The policemen's kids? Yeah, no, Polish. Oh, Polish, Polish. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they were exceptional. Respect, manners. And do you know what they've done as well, Si? Played with a smile on their face. They love playing. Why don't you move to Poland? I think I might. Do you want to go there? Poland or open goal? A nice wee trip, man. Oh, that'd be lovely. I, mean, Everybody... I, I, I want to get away from the country. It's dragging me down. I'm a born entertainer, Si. I want to um, express myself and I'm constantly getting put down with every uh, alleyway of this place. You're right, you were actually quite close to a certain pole, weren't you? Absolutely. Zerowski. Zerowski. Um, up, up his house many a time, Si. Um, brilliant. <laughs> uh, right, Kev. Last bit. On this, um, Celtic will play Rangers soon in the cup final. How much will that result have a burden on the rest of the season? What a game oh, it's going to be, by yeah. the What? Did you hear? What, Barbie done at Halloween? No. <laughs> Do you hear what Barbie done at Halloween? 
She get caught. She get caught. Pumpkin can.
I want you Come back to sleep Ah, brilliant By the way, see, see the songs that we've got Oh, Mate, wow. we, could, we should bring out an open goal soundtrack Christmas wow. special Oh my god Mate, think you of the stuff, the, the, the Willie Collum song That one But see, what we should do at the hydro What we should do at the hydro is before MD comes out The screen comes on and you hear your clips Because you'll not believe this I met Bob McHugh, I went up to Bob's house on, on Saturday And right, this isn't this a true story And I went up and we're having dinner and he went and I said to him, I'd love to do the Hydra. I said, it might be a, it might be an opportunity, hopefully. And he went, that's crazy. He went, I went into Morton a year ago, Sai, si, right? Maybe. No, it, wasn't. it was a week after I'd done my very first open goal. I think that is about a year ago now, mate. I think, that was a year, I think this is a year. I don't know. What an anniversary. The nation got turned upside down. That was the change the Scottish football winner. And Bob said to me, so I went into Morton a week after that. Po- this, is the, this is true story. He went, mate, I can't believe that's happened. He went, when you came into Morton, all the boys were sitting there and they were talking away. And you said, I'm going to do the Hydra. That is wow. incredible. One week after I announced that, and you look at it, it a year on, and we're about to do it. Can wow. you believe it? A year on, and we're about who, to do the hype. Who, who would just like to see? Who can we get on? For uh, we need Gravis and I think the nation has been uh, uh, has been. Uh, um, Tommy uh, Decanio. I don't know. I'll tell you. I want Chris Boyd and, and Kenny Miller on. I I would really like. like that, eh? I like Andy Gorham. Oh, Andy. Oh, hey, hey, Andy Gorham. The story. cream's off. I love that man, didn't I? Fucking, no, that's a reason. What was that in the cakes? I used to, like, after after, 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 he was like, I was doing the Marriott last night, and uh, he's like, I, f- I know you love your boxing, Slaney. So I told him weeks before, I fucking box all the time. I said, I've never put a pair of gloves on. Um, and I say I box all the time. So he's what? He, the goalie was saying to all the boys, and he changed room. He was like, fucking, have you seen Slaney's face? He's ecstatic. He's over the moon. Say, I didn't know who the hitman was. You hear him as well, Kevin? I was at here when he was the goalkeeper. But he never made, he was a goalie coach, and you never seen him. Ah, <laughs> it was bizarre. I know, I, I used to have to warm up the goalies. Uh, but no, he, he would be a good guest, the, the goalie. Well, uh, He'd be a few stories. But we, let's just put it out there right now that we're the stars. Yeah. Uh, these people are coming on. Could be any, we could get anyone on that, uh, We don't need to get anybody, but we'll get them out so we get a wee bit of money. And, but it's, they're coming on our show, remember that. There is, uh, they're all clambering to get on your show. Yeah. That's the difference. Oh, that, that, so that. we will pick and choose who we think will entertain. And see if right, they don't well, entertain, like they will get absolutely hee-haw in money. It'll definitely be a good evening. Absolutely. <laughs> have you seen Unai Emery? Did you see him last week? What's he done now? So, do you know how every interview oh, with took kills, he says, good evening at the start. But last week, mate, right, they asked him about VAR. He says, oh, that was a, what about the VAR division? He goes, ah, very strange. Oh, good evening? <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> he answered the question first and then said good evening. Oh. Off, he's not. Right, who's going to win this final? Come on, he's going to put. He's scared to say it. No, no, no good. It's, it's the closest. Gen- it's generally, close. I don't think you. I, I don't think you. You'll know. Like, I don't. Think you need to see the teams stuff like that. I was thinking. I and I think only to get like. How can you call it? The what you, them are joint joint points. Um, you need to go with Celtic because of their record. But what, you, what you'll get is like you'll not get what Hibs and Hearts have done and no done their history or their research. You'll get Gerard watching Celtic, whoever it is watching Celtic with a fine tooth comb, and you will get um, you will get. Um, I, I I think it'd be one of those games that we all get excited about an old firm and they tend to flatter to deceive. Not this one. But no, this one. I yeah. think this. Yeah, could it's going to be a stand. It's going to be a standstill in Glasgow, and it? it's going to be the most anticipated brilliant. final for it's a long time. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be amazing. Um, 
I am honestly, I'm actually so even nervous thinking about it the new. Yeah. Be, oh man, really? I'm so scared about it um, because you know what cup final is. Saying it, it's just. It, I mean, I, I think that who wins it is huge for the rest of the season. I yeah, really yeah, do. Yeah. I, I really, really do. I would agree with you. Wow. I, I really do. Um, I think it would it would put a, a, a marker down because it's not just it's not just winning a cup. It's that it's the, everyone that comes with winning a cup. The half of the city. Ham on the other half, or it could be that's ten trophies in a row, or that's that's your run stopped. It's yeah. so exciting. It could be so for me, I think, and then obviously the police now about three weeks later, four weeks later. Yeah. Um. So it's a big month, December, and I think whoever, I don't know, it's going to be. I, I just think it's close, but we'll talk about that in the other time. Oh, but, oh um, definitely. Right, we're moving on. Europa League. Two big results for Celtic and Rangers a couple of weeks ago. They play the reserve fixtures against Lazio and Porto on Thursday. How do you see them going? Before we start, uh, there's a big. Exclusive, very newspapers want to run this story. Uh, because of the Lazio casuals, Paul Tim's been scared and Paul Slane's been taking over karate lessons with yeah. Gary Holt. Gary Holt. Crack Paul the women's been in. Yeah. In, fe- in fear of the Lazio casuals. In fear, I mean, Gary Holt, Gary Holt, Gary Holt, Gary Holt has warned them, do not go over there, you're not ready for them. But Paul Wim's defying him and he chopped the board up last night, so I believe Paul Wim is ready <laughs> for them. But did Gary Holt not do me special move? The nipple twister. <laughs> Livingston are going to pivot soon and are going to go right down that league and Gary Holt because he is they're in a great run but I, I would love to see it I would love to see him crumble Holt's <laughs> been a karate expert he was in the army bus driver a chef a bus, he's a currently bus driver, doing a bus driver honestly I know we always take a piss now, but he's got, he's got to stop that he can't, he can't be driving a team bus on the, game, the, the day of the game it's not right he has to concentrate <laughs> right here how do you see the game's going I Celtic's got a tough game against Lazio. Lazio, I think if they play the boy at Mobile, a third in the Italian league, it'll be a tough game, won't it? Uh, me, it's, it, 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 a draw would be an amazing result for Celtic, wouldn't it? Celtic would absolutely chop your hands. If you draw, they're basically through, aye, aren't they? But um, I, I said oh, we, that the both of them would win. They're nearly right with my prediction. I know, I, yeah, I, 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 I against you, but you were right. You were so, right. what's your prediction this time? I think that Celtic will lose, and I think Rangers will win. Wow. You and I only think that Celtic will lose because. I thought Lazio were quite good here at Parkhead. Yeah, Lazio, yeah. I thought they were very they were. good, and they didn't have obviously a, a, they didn't have their full quota. Out. Their best striker. Was and I just think out. that maybe at home, a bit intimidating. Celtic have been known to be poorer on the road in Europe, so um, that don't get it wrong. I'd absolutely love to see Celtic get something out of there, but I think it's going to be very difficult. Are Lazio, what's the what's the points in the group? Do you know as Celtic if they Celtic's win? Celtic's got um, seven. Will Celtic, see if Celtic Rangers win, are they through? I think that's basically. Think Rangers are through. No, yeah. Rangers no, no, is a bit yeah. more tight. But if Celtic were to win, that would give them 10. And then Lazio would be. No, would give them 8. Oh, if they were to win, sorry. I think if they were to draw, yeah. I think if they were to draw, it more or less confines that they would go through because you can't see Lazio losing to. It's brilliant, and it's Celtic Rangers this season. They've been oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, great, mate. Seeing Europe as well. It's amazing. We, we, we missed that for many a years. And even, listen, Rogers is a top, top manager, but. In Europe, he didn't seem to get it. Si. Yeah. It, it, it didn't seem to click for him, whatever reason. And it's great to see Celtic Rangers now competing, competing in Porto Champions League quarter final last season. I never even noticed, uh, knew that quarter final Rangers are going there. Um, and then Lazio, I mean, third in the Italian league, uh, yeah. and Celtic are beating them. So it's, it's brilliant. They're, they're mixing it with the you big see, boys. Lazio had a player called Johnny. Johnny, You're joking? And I thought they went flat when he came off. <laughs> I can't fall for it. I'm going to say Sunderland and I'll be Johnny. That's the thing though, mate. Like, Celtic and Rangers get knocked for being in Europa League. But 
we get knocked all over. World yeah. football, or you're playing that dead league, there's only two teams, but they had their own yeah, against most teams. Yeah. So it's just we get a bad rap, but it'd be nice to see the both in the last 16. That would be tremendous. Oh, be for Scott. It, it would be, be absolutely tremendous. Um, right, pranks we're going to talk oh. about. You've done your, the worst jokes ever for Aye. Halloween, but Halloween, you know, Halloween. Uh, I've been circulating online Halloween. recently, some good, some bad. What's the best pranks you've seen pulled among teammates? Well, it's very surprising. This I wasn't a big fan of pranks. I was never really my forte. Uh, <laughs> no, I was. Wow. I, I see, we see people touching people's club or not. That wasn't wasn't my thing. But well, probably the reason why Bob Malcolm and Paul Quinn, also known as Coach, it was snowing one day, and I was up in the stand, and I threw a snowball at the two of them and hit them, and was screaming, laughing at the ball for them. So it was the biggest mistake I made. The next day, I went to training and came back, and I think it was Coach that wiped his my wiped my boxers with his ass. <laughs> Done a shite, right? And then he put my boxers. Did you put them on? No, he put my boxers back in my jeans. So when I came in for the training, all the boys were like, ah, he's got fucking skids. It was totally humiliating me, Si. It was one of the most embarrassing things in my life. So that's probably why I don't like pranks. I mean, Stephen, I, mean, I can't see you into my head. When I went away with Scotland 17s to Turkey, right? At the end of the trip or whatever, you hit the hand in your. your you put your kit or your, your laundry in. But my jocks, the slips they gave you, were skids right so I was like to myself I can't hand them in they're going to see that I've got skids right so we're about to leave bad shot we had to be doing it at the bus so I went to the bus I've got the skids in my pocket side because I couldn't put them in the bag put this, so I'm walking about with a pair of pants in a pocket with skids in them go to the Turkish airport and put my skiddy knuckers in a bin in the Turkish airport side so did they caught me terrible story but that was what no, that's brilliant Thanks, Kevin, I like when you yeah, me I, I was on the receiving end of a few oh. points oh. <laughs> yes please <laughs> 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 The, one, the only ones I can really remember anybody doing was with a guy called George McCartney left back and Brilliant. he was really pally with Colin Healy he used to play with Celtic yeah, and stuff so he used to call he used to call George Pigeon don't know why they called him Pigeon right but um, Colin went and got a, a number plate made up with the name Pigeon on a car number plate and stuck it to George's car front and back George drove about for three weeks with this Pigeon number plate on his car <laughs> no, he until, no he didn't know until the police pulled him over <laughs> what's your name son uh, George knows no Pigeon <laughs> yeah uh, congrats on the worst story of all time <laughs> It's all right, that's it. Terrible, that one. That was fucking terrible. You're a cracking big guy, you. Wank. So, the other one, I was on the receiving end that this guy I played with, Danny Collins, I fucking absolutely detest. He stayed next door to me, right? Detest. He fucking, my, my phone went one night, so I've answered it. I went, hello, hello, this is uh, so-and-so for the sun, or whatever paper it was, right? I was just wondering if I can do a wee interview with you. And I was like, I need bother. So started asking me all these questions. So as the interviews go on, I'm thinking, this doesn't fucking sound right. So I just kept answering them as the only way I possibly knew was honestly. So then they started asking about the teammates. So I went through them, fucking ripped the shit out of them. So the next day I went to training, right? And I thought, fucking hell. So, chained the way, next thing they all started laughing. And I went, all right, Kyler, who do you think of fucking Lenny? I went, Lenny who? Lenny Lawrence, who do you think of him? I said, he's all right, how? Started asking me, I was like, oh, this is fucking no right. You know what Danny Collins did? Because he stayed next door to me, right? He fucking phoned me. Had a glass at the fucking, the, the, the wall. And was doing the interview in a funny voice. I didn't know it was him. So I slaughtered all the fucking players. I was I'm oh. absolutely buzzing that I slaughtered them all. Oh, did they all find it? And they all found it because he told them. And I, oh, did you get slaughtered? Did the boys slaughter you? I did, I did, but I, I took it like a man and just uh, said, fuck oh, you. Uh, do you remember Message X? Message X? Message X came out when I was at Dundee, right? So Willie Dyer, who's a fair drum chap, but what a guy is. 
He says to me, have you seen this message X? You can text somebody for somebody else. So I can text, oh, I can text you, put Kev's number, Aye. and it comes up. Like oh, I remember that, I remember that. So we're driving up to Dundee one day, right? And we Paul McGowan had obviously been in trouble with the polls quite a bit, and he, he, I had to convince him to come and sign for Dundee with Paul Hartley and stuff like that. Couldn't find him for, th- couldn't get a hold of him for three weeks. So I, I was at the point, come on, we'll message ex Gowser. So message ex Gowser for Paul Hartley, the manager, saying, <clears throat> just had the polls on the phone. Cannot believe you've let me down again. <clears throat> Girls are in the motor's hat. I've no fucking done. Look at the gaffer just takes. I've not even fucking done anything. Mate, straight up, he's off. He's like, to the gaffer. What are you all about texting me that? And we hardly say, I didn't text you. <laughs> Mate, we could be listening at the door. They're having this big conversation. Look, you have your tech. That was needy. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> mate, I've done the fitness coach as well uh, pre season. We're all sitting in a big com- communal, is it communal area here, aye, watching the aye, telly. Aye. And he loved himself, the fitness coach, mate. So he, he gets his like pure makes an announcement that he's going to his bed. Right, guys, that's me off. That's me up to, to bed. I'll season them up. Make sure you get a good sleep. It'll be a heavy one tomorrow. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> room. I was at a toilet dying. I'm doing him, man. So I text him again for Hartley on the message X saying, Get your ass down here now with your laptop, shorts, and vest on. Mate, we are all sitting. The fitness coach, oh, mate, he had to come downstairs wow. to get to the community area. He comes, we, should, we can see him in the distance, coming down the stairs with his laptop, he's short and his vest on, mate. And, and uh, we hardly is at him. What are you doing for? You're going to your bed. He's like, you, you, uh, you text me saying you want to see me, mate. We were in fucking stitches, man. Tremendous, honestly. Oh. I used to prank you people all the time, mate. I remember we were in a pub in Portsmouth, we were steaming out. What, you good on the voices? Uh, pranky the chief oh, exec, mate. Steaming, pranky the chief exec. Oh my god, I was gonna get, I think I was gonna get sacked then. Eh? Some boss, I used to get scared of pranking people. I, I was I was on the receiving end of things because I was I'm not fucking gullible, honestly. I'm terrible at my I was no no it's big man. No, I know. <laughs> I uh, I was driving back one day, finished training, put the gear on, driving back in the car, got to the traffic lights, and I thought, fucking hell man, my boss are a bit fiery. Right? <laughs> oh, that old man. And I kept driving, I thought, fucking hell, man, they're getting me marmor. So next set of lights, I thought, I'm going to need to fucking take these off. So in the, I'm sitting in the motor, right, the traffic lights, I've undone my je- jeans, put them down, I'm sitting there, and I, I put my hand in my balls, I've smelt it, I went, fucking hell, that's deep heat, these cunts have put deep heat in my, in my boxes. Mate, you were wet behind the ears, <laughs> weren't you? A big boy face, so now I'm just getting Oh, God, I'm So I'm like, I'm like, smelly boys. I'm, like, I'm like, I've ended up like fucking having to pull my jeans all the way right down, right? Oh, oh fucking hell. Nee, well, well, this is this is gospel, right? Driving down the A six ninety home, just bought it. I thought I'm only five minutes home. Fucking police cars behind me, lights on, and everything. I'm thinking, oh fucking hell. <laughs> so pull me over. So I'm not out trying to get the fucking jeans on and the vote out the window. And I says, all right, officer. All right, Mister Kyle. I went, I am fine. I says, I just want to be in case of autograph. Eh? Oh, <laughs> oh, so I ended up telling him what I'd just done, and uh, but. Well, you I, told was, I told him, I says, I've just fucking, they've, they've pranked me with fucking deep heat, my boss. I said, if you'd have caught me two minutes earlier, I says, I'd have been done for fucking oh, sexual offences. Well, yeah, I used to do boys all the time as well with the old club suit. See, young boys that were in the first team, I remember Tell when they backfired, mate, we signed the wee boy Chris Smith. He was a nice wee guy as well. And just I don't know why he's asked me, just before he's leaving for his first away trip, he says, what do we wear on the away trips? I was like, oh, club suit. We wore a tracky. Turned up for a club suit, mate, his first time away the first team. The canny went fucking mental, I'm sent him up the road. Never, <laughs> never got to come on his foot, mate, and I felt uh, that is one that? that I felt. Oh wait, my no, god! Surely, with uh, a guy like you, I was always thinking about uh, Joe. Surely, we'd no, no, I'm not wearing that. 
I think normally, normally what happens is you're saying this, he'll go and ask another first team pro just for backup and they'll, they'll be in the store. Oh, he's such a quiet wee guy, uh, but I think I was just like, wait, laughing in the desert. Me, he done me last week. See, <laughs> you do yours every week. No, he got me He got me last week. He said to me, uh, Scotty's fucking fuming. Mate, the whole night I was panicking. What about you, Scott and Scotty? Oh, Scotty I, I messed him and I was like, you're right, Scotty, not panicking. He thought he was like, ah, it was only a joke. Oh, <laughs> man, I, I shit myself, man. <laughs> right, Ronaldo, we're going to go into a big time quote. Ronaldo's came, this is genius, isn't it? Ronaldo's came out and said, if it was up to him, he'd only play in big matches for the national team in Champions League games. Has he heard? Has he earned the right to make those comments? Ah, he can say whatever he wants. Ah, he can yeah. play whatever game he wants. Do you know what I mean? That's fine. That's something that you. That's and I. Th- I think that's why you only made thirty-five appearances because you only played. You wanted to play no, the big games. That's that's what, that's right. Do you know what I mean? I only wanted to play the big games. Unfortunately for me, the big games won the air. So <laughs> in my head, I, I thought they were. I thought they were, I thought they were going to come side. But it's a great attitude to have. But certainly, you can't say that if you're. Certain players, I mean, guys like me who, who, who ooze charisma and, and quality <laughs> can see it. Um, and if you're a good football player, you can see How it. How would you feel when you're waking up on a Saturday knowing you're playing like a cow and for a stenhouse yeah, or a Peterhead? I mean, genuinely, Friday nights I used to Google the, whatever stadium we were going to. So if it just say it was just say it was going to whatever, Morton or whatever, type it in it, look at the stadium picture. If it looked horrible, I would message them as I was sick. <laughs> so I didn't need to go the next day. I, 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 was, I totally can relate to that. See when I played with you in the lower leagues. Were you quite big time, Kev? No, I wasn't a big time. I just stuck in. But it must be you playing in the prem. Even know, worse. Would you give it a big time shout? It's for a laugh, though. I love oh, big time shout. I, 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 I love that. I, I, I would do if like, it was just banter. But I had nothing really to be big time about. But sometimes I'd, I'd, I'd like you messaged the last day saying we go to the hydro, we're going to be millionaires, and I was going to message back saying I only need two hundred. Two hundred. <laughs> 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 just a bit of banter, but. I, I would only say so, like you say banter uh-huh. like, some players were very good at banter big time oh, Kev Phillips Chris Sutton's one Sutton's right. Sutton was tremendous at him you must have a few stories for that I've need to tell you to go to the bank and take money out from him and just before oh, you go you go oh listen if you want to check my balance take a seat with you I need to sit down when you say how much money I've got <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I, I, I used to, I used to look like, I, did, I did love the big time shouts because I used oh, to I actually it. think is he being serious uh-huh. and then when you find out that he was serious you thought oh, I fucking love that like, Don Hodgson was to me he wasn't a big time Charlie by any stretch of imagination, but he was could put somebody down in a heartbeat. And I remember he got fined a week's wages for being sent off. Was it a week's wages? I so that we were on a end of season trip. And he says, "Look, Hutch, you can buy all the drinks for the boys, or you can get fined a week's wages." He's like, "I'll just buy everybody drinks for a day." So the bill came to like twenty, thirty grand. So he's went, oh, fucking hell, Peter, he's like, oh, Hutch, that's going to fucking cost you, son. He says, oh, I didn't worry about it, gaffer. What's a million quid take away 30 grand anyway? <laughs> <laughs> You've got a million quid in your no. bag? And he's like, aye, aye, aye. So, and you still live in Norwich, he used to say, um, I think he'd, like, if he got the weekend off, he'd come in. Jimmy McNally Mac, taught me a story because he was probably Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill was telling him that uh, Sutton used to come in the coaches and they'd be, oh, what have we done this weekend? So he went, oh, I just popped into London from Norwich. And... Um, John Roberts and that would be oh what did you do just drive and get a tribute no 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 I just walked to the end of my garden he <laughs> <laughs> said his garden was that big that I went for Norwich to London <laughs> oh, oh, super. Big Hartson was big time as well was he high? yeah he was funny but funny, but oh, but there's, funny there's, different, there's different big times because you get probably like a Larson who was big time but when you say jokes like that way do you know yeah. what I mean but you just ooze players like can be though uh-huh. I think, see to be fair I wonder if you're that good that 
kind of need to be. Does that make sense, yeah. si? You, I think, you, you think it's just like in, in, in a professional it's football to be a culture, goal. it's like a... Don't yeah. turn up with it in an own goal, Si. <laughs> you had Ronaldo of open goal with it. Oh my God, I'm going to be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a football culture thing, isn't it? Every, like, people are big time, but a majority of footballers are big time. It's just banter. Yeah. But only the football people who play with these guys Get understand it, it whereas yeah. everybody on the outside maybe thinks he's a prick. Do you know, you see people don't banter about it in a big time, I hate them, mate. Mm. I despise Well, they've not done anything in their big time. And they walk about, like, I mean, it happened to be lonely. Um Just trying to think. We had a guy at Portsmouth, David Conley. Do you remember him? He played for Ireland. Ah, he played Wimbledon. Great guy, Wimbledon. What his stories are tremendous, mate. The crazy gang. And the <clears throat> we were playing uh, somebody at Fratton Park, and uh, we got a free kick on the edge of the box with like a minute to go. It was 0 0. And uh, we had a young guy, Jed Wallace, who was chirpy as fuck. He played some Mill on the last, like, great kid, but so chirpy. What? And the manager loved Jed Wallace, eh? so a minute to go, Dave grabs the ball. And next thing, Jed's trying to get the ball from me. Eh? Dave Conley's played with Ireland, <sighs> West Ham, top career. What a player he was as well. Jed's grabbed the ball from me a minute to go. And David Conley's at fuck off, son, give me that ball back. And the manager shouted on, let Jed hit it. So Dave's absolutely gone, mate. You can see his head is fried. I think we've got beat coming after the game. Dave's like, every can't sit down. He's like that to the manager. Have you ever played at a fucking World Cup? <gasps> Jed Wallace, have you ever played at a fucking World Cup? Well, I fucking have. Oh, so when we get a free kick for a minute, they go, I'll be fucking hitting it. That's super. I love that. Mate, that, you're standing like that. Oh, but you know, I, I appreciate that type of stuff. Uh-huh. Like a young boy shouldn't be doing that. that uh-huh. If he's there. That, that's, that's different. Respect, isn't it? See uh-huh. that young boy, Jed Wallace, he was so chirpy, mate. Like talking about pranks. We, we stayed up by about four games ago because we were hopeless that year. And we went to the races the next day. We were getting a bus and he wasn't a big drinker, obviously, he's only 18, so he's had a few beers, he ended up steaming and he started slaughtering every cunt because on the bus, like how we finished 16 because you're shit, you're shit, you're shit, so you went to the toilet, mate. He just bought a brand new Hugo Boss suit, it was, I think it cost him 600 quid. Boys like that, get the fucking sleeves off his suit jacket, mate. <gasps> Pair of scissors, done. Sleeves off, walking about with a gilet. So I meant Last wee bit. Played on the turn of, hey, anyone else that you played with that was like that? I'm trying to think when when I was um you would have maybe been the Premier League. You must have somebody might have. Did you say Kev Phillips? Kev what? Phillips used to when we went on we would fly into away games and me and Kev stayed quite close and, and uh, he'd say, How'd you get here today, Kev? And I was like, um oh, my missus dropped me off. He says, I'll get a left back if you want me to get back. I said, that's, that's fine. So we used to get um I says, How long would it take to get to your house, Kev? Oh, about half an hour, 15 minutes to the front gate, and then another 15 minutes to the front door. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was just like, fucking hell, why? Because he actually did hate, I think he had a couple of par threes in his garden. Oh, was was he, did he? So for me, I was like, jeez, oh, he, he, he loved his golf. There was, there was players he played with who thought they were big time, yeah. and they'd absolutely fucking nothing to be big, like Ryan McGowan, Ryan, no Ryan McGowan, Ryan Stevenson, I played with Air, Air Hearts. Uh-huh. I always thought he was quite a. He's chirpy, isn't he? Choppy, aye, uh-huh. he's choppy. He's a nice guy, like, I'm not, not going to uh, die on that, but I used to say, I, I would get in and he would be fucking big time, and I thought, see, he's, when he goes, do you score in the Premiership? He's like, none. I said, well, I scored one, so shut up. And uh, <laughs> he says, I, says, I was at Chelsea's where I said, no, you were at Chelsea for John Terry's Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was maybe me being a bit big time, but that was just basically trying to shoot somebody down in front of the young players. The young players think, oh, big cave just shot Ryan down, brilliant, but... 
Big time. There's, there's, all, time aye, there's all sorts of level of big time. Actually, I, mean, I, I, I love it when somebody's brilliant in a big time. See if somebody's brilliant and they're this guy that, oh, you're a really nice guy and you're good with the fat. I would despise him. Eh? You want somebody to be horrible. I, I, love, I get a buzz out of that. Rainer Bonoff, the Scotland, uh, was it Rainer Bonoff? Scotland 21 manager. Uh-huh. Somebody was trying to tell him what he did one day. The SFA were trying to tell him what he did. And, uh, he managed to like end the conversation. He's walked along with me and Gary Colby or somebody else in the chat. <laughs> they tried to tell me what to do. They come to my house. They see World Cup winners medal on the mantelpiece. They want to tell me what to do. And Tommy Helmer, Tommy Helmer that played with Germany, I think in the European Championships many years ago. He came to Sunderland and did they fit in too well? So he played in the reserves. Fucking L86 caps for fucking Germany and I'm playing fucking Aston Villa away on a Tuesday night with you. <laughs> Mate, see on that last thing, Massimo Donati, we, um, Mask had obviously played with AC Milan, Palin and Maldini and all that, and uh, Strachan had bombed him, so he was playing for us and we were playing fall cricket at the worst junior ground of all time, right? So I'm sitting next, we used to play, I used to play centre middle mask, so sitting next to me on the bus, and uh, do you know the boy Danny Lafferty, do you remember him? I do. We used yeah. to call him Fanny Lafferty, right? He was hopeless, but he's done all right now. Nah, he's working um, so for his ability. We get all in a laugh on the bus, right? And Mass just taps me and he goes, Mamma mia. I go from the fucking San Siro to the Brockfield Stadium. I go from fucking Paolo Maldini to Fanny Lafferty. Right, that's us done, lads. Superb, boys. It's been, it's been, um, it's been a pleasure. What you off to now? Moving on. <laughs> no, there you go. See, earlier on when you said that boy for Jim Chap, what was his name? Dyer. Wally Dyer. Was that the, 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 the Scottish version of Danny Dyer? <laughs> 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 no, he's not as ugly as Is he? Oh, well. Um, nah, what he's up to today? Um, Coaching, young man. No, I've done it. I need a job. Oh, you've done it. Any job? I've done it. I had a few meetings last week with people, so I'm just waiting for my options, but I'm just waiting for the Wait a minute, you've had a few meetings. What did you wear? <laughs> Three piece. Uh, I always turn up, say I'm looking my best. My confidence oh, is Oh, is that why you were dressed like Tosh McKinley? Is that us, boys? That's us. Pleasure. Pleasure as always. Thanks oh, very much. Superb. At Apple Green, we're aware of the part we play in creating carbon emissions. That's why we're now offering you the choice of carbon neutral driving with Power Plus Fuel. Power Plus from Apple Green. A better choice for your engine, a better choice for the environment. Because your emissions are 100% offset. And a better choice for Ireland because you're supporting our commitment to plant 300,000 trees. Carbon reduction is a journey we can all be part of. Choose Power Plus today. Let's put carbon into neutral. Search Apple Green Power Plus today. Sometimes change is simply different. But it's progress that drives us forward. Introducing the all-new Audi A3. Now with enhanced connectivity and driver assist systems in a modern, expressive design. This is vision, not revision. Drive progress in the all-new Audi A3. Audi. Vosprung durch Technik. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.